Diva Speaks podcast is the premier relationship podcast that explicitly deals with relationship matters from a woman's point of view. No subject is off limits. Relationship challenges, sex, intimacy, dating, infidelity, finances, heartbreak, and situationships are all a part of the discussion. Your relationship matters. Diva Speaks podcast is the premier relationship podcast that explicitly deals with relationship matters from a woman's point of view. No subject is off limits. Relationship challenges, sex, intimacy, dating, infidelity, finances, heartbreak, and situationships are all a part of the discussion. Your relationship matters. Welcome to Diva Speaks Relationships. I am your hostess, Angela Potteriel, and welcome to this Sunday Soul edition of the show. And also, welcome to the hottest and grownest relationship podcast out of Charlotte, North Carolina, better known as the Queen City. If you did not know, yes, welcome to Diva Speaks Relationships. Again, I am your hostess, Angela Vodorio. And uh, I want you to sit back because the diva is ready to dive in to something that is long overdue. Yes, I have been promising this conversation since the beginning of the year. So, today... I woke up with the motivation to push through and deliver. Yes, hunty. Today is the day that the diva decided to push through and deliver as promised. (laughs) I hope that you guys are doing exceptionally well on this beautiful Sunday. Let me see what time it is. On this beautiful, wait a minute, gotta check, gotta check, gotta check. What time is it? On this beautiful Sunday afternoon. Or whenever it is that you come across this podcast, I pray that you are blessed and having a beautiful day and that um, you're going through your day with positive thoughts positive vibes and you are blessed to be surrounded with positive people who can impact your life in the most positive way. Yes, that's right. Um, So, you know, I always like to get my thank yous out of the way and acknowledge my followers, my subscribers. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for continuing this journey with me. You are appreciated. Oh yes, you are. You are so appreciated. And tell a friend, tell a few friends. Attach it to your social media pages. Um, Share it in a text message. I will leave it up to you to determine how you want to share the content. But I would appreciate it if you didn't keep me to yourself. Yeah, I don't keep it to yourself. You can share. 
So um, for those of you who do not know, you can also follow me on social media. I am on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Diva Speaks. The little underscore sign, that is the dash that kind of sits on the margin, not the margin, but the line of the page. So it's not the dash, it's the underscore sign, official. So once again, my Instagram handle is Diva Speaks, the underscore sign, official. You can also find me on Facebook. My Facebook um, handle is True Diva Speaks. To be more specific, it is Facebook.com, the backslash symbol, True Diva Speaks. And that will direct you to my Facebook page. I also have a wonderful Facebook group where I share content as well. That is also um, for you to partake if you would like to. It is called Real Women Candid Conversation. And now I know it says real women, but men are invited as well. I do post videos. I post updates to the show. I post um, memes and different sources of encouragement or things that will make you think or think another way and give you an alternative perspective. So I invite you to join the group, to follow me on those pages, and also for your additional partaking, you can also um, visit the website, which is diva, the dash symbol, speaks, the dash symbol, official.com. So once again, diva dash speaks, dash official.com should you want to email me or ask Angela any particular anonymous question feel free to email me it will be kept private and anonymous because that is the way I move around you can email me at divaspeaksofficial at gmail.com as you can see I'm very consistent Again, my email address, should you have any questions, comment, um, you would like to email me a particular question, I open up the floor to you to do so at divaspeaksofficial at gmail.com. So with all of that out of the way, again, welcome to the show, Diva Speaks Relationships. Did you know that the Diva will be coming to you on... Access 21 TV. I start shooting for my television show, which will be, um, you can find it on Spectrum Channel 21. It will also be available on AT&T UVerse as well as Roku TV and Video On Demand. Yes, I bring you the content. It will be televised to you. So Diva Speaks Relationships will be televised. So my guest and myself will start shooting um, actually in two weeks. And I also have invented a card game for my couples. not exactly sure when the release date or when it will be available because of the legalities of um, everything surrounding the game but I promise to deliver yes I do I promise to deliver to you so I'm so so super excited about all of the things that I have mentioned and I have shared with you and as we continue this journey together I'm 
more than confident that you will be excited as well. So here we are. We've gotten Thanksgiving out of the way. We are a few weeks away from Christmas and a brand new year. You know, guys, I saw something on um, Facebook that said something about on New Year's Eve this year, we're all going to take a drink, <laughs> bring in the new year, and we will never speak about 2020 again because it has been that awful to a lot of people in a lot of different areas in life. You know, it has targeted us in areas and in ways that most of us could not have ever imagined. So, um, 2020 has definitely impacted a lot of lives and um, I'm just grateful to be here in this time and space and be able to count my blessings and be able to look at what is before me versus what is behind me. That is the key to living a blessed life is to be um, grateful for what sometimes has not happened or what God didn't allow to happen. You know, you know, sometimes it's not about being blessed financially, but being able to have another day of life, to be able to have your children um, there in that space with you, to be able to keep your relationship intact. It may not be your life may not be where you need it to be, where you want it to be in this moment, but you live another day. Another day to work on it and to bring about the results that you desire or that you are aiming for. So let us all be grateful in this season for what didn't happen. You know? So, guys, here we go. Here we go. Now, you may hear some paper, some paper, I can't talk. You may hear some paper rattling um, at times during the show. I ask that you be patient with me. My husband blessed me with this microphone when I first started um, my podcast, and I did not know that this mic, this Yeti, it's a Yeti Blue. It is so sensitive. Sometimes as I'm recording, I can actually hear the cars on the street. <laughs> it picks up literally everything. So if you hear paper in the background, would you just be a little bit you know, patient with me and forgiving of this super sensitive mic? So here we go. Today's discussion I want to talk to you about, and um, I want you to hear me when I talk, okay? Today's discussion is about snakes in the sisterhood. You heard me? Let me repeat that for you. Today's discussion is entitled Snakes in the Sisterhood. So I do realize, as with a lot of my shows that I tend to publish, that this message in this show may not be something that you can relate to. I respect that. I do respect that. I do have to sometimes tell myself that there will be times that there are parts of your audience or a percentage of your audience that simply cannot relate. 
And that is perfectly fine. Everything ain't for everybody. And that is to be respected. So my beautiful queens, if you have never had snakes in your circle or a part of your sisterhood, this message is not for you, my sister. My queen, my beautiful queen, this is not for you. If you have ever in life had one in your circle, if you were on the receiving end of a snake or snakes that have been identified in your circle, um, whether that was your inner circle, a circle that perhaps overlapped, friend of a friend, an acquaintance or someone that was close enough to you, bare minimum, to have an impact on your life, so to speak, okay? So uh, I want to talk about it. So if this is not you or this is um, something that you feel that you may be able to bless someone else with, maybe they could hear this show or this episode when I publish it, I invite you to share it with them. And I'm going to tell you now, in a moment of transparency that I have been working my way up to doing, to publishing, to talking about for months. This is from personal experience, okay? Mm -hmm. This is from personal experience. Not everything that I talk about has been about me. What kind of, you know, what kind of um, show would that be? You know, but as I have um, talked about on a lot of shows, you know, my friends and my family and my circles, my true circles um, that exist um, from Texas. I am a Texan, born and bred, currently living in Charlotte, North Carolina. My friends and family back home, I have so many um, of them that have so many different experiences, whether they are their own or perhaps things that they share when we get together. Uh, things that they know about that seems like if you talk to one girlfriend, it seems like when you talk to the next girlfriend, like dang, they don't even know each other. And it seems like they're sharing similar stories about things that are going on in their current circles in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So I've, I've been very consistent with talking about things that have affected some of the people that are closest to my heart. You know, have you ever had a girlfriend when she went through something? Then when she cried, you hurt. When she was in pain, you felt her pain. I have had a couple of shows where I felt everything that they shared with me. And I think I brought that sugar honey iced tea to the mic. And I, I did that. Um, I did the thing with that. Um, but today, um, guys, I'm letting you know I'm not ashamed. The devil will not back me into a corner. I'm letting you know I'm speaking from personal experience, okay? Personal experience. True story. Now, will I, now while I will be transparent, I will be sharing. I won't be delivering specific details because there is a level of privacy that I want to maintain and that um, my husband holds me to um, in an effort to keep uh, our lives private. So 
I walk a thin line. <laughs> I walk a thin line. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who have been intrigued by the title Snakes in the Sisterhood, here we go. So, where do I start? Have you ever been blindsided by a woman or women who did you dirty and you didn't see it coming? You know, the type of woman where before you even met her, there was a uh, there was a presentation that seems to was prepared in her honor. You know when people speak about a certain type of woman, so you just went with it because of the party that told you, "I want you to meet such and such. I think you too." You're going to love her because she is a woman of God. She's a Christian woman. Oh, she's so nice. Oh, she's just the sweetest thing. You're going to love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ever been blindsided by one of those? And you think back and it was like, okay, they painted this picture of this particular woman this is not who I met this is not who I met at all like where did she go hmm. you know the type of woman that people seem to focus more on the image that they have of her built up in their Head versus how she moves and what she actually does. And it's a shame because as I look back, especially this year with there being so much hate and division in this country, and at a time where most people are leaning on authentic connections um, and celebrating family, whoever your family is, whether that is blood related or a family that you have built over the years of people who are just kind and good and that you really vibe well with. You know, when people are leaning on friends and family for support and just keeping people, good people or who they identify as good people close, it is such a shame that you would have in your circle women or a woman who is actively being an instrument of division and an instrument of hate against a woman who has done you no harm. Is there, are there any women out there that can relate to this? Like you have absolutely been the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. Like you're not only pleasant, and polite, but you're courteous. 
You have manners. You know that when you walk into a room, you speak to everyone. Your disposition is non-threatening. You know that there is kindness and warmth and goodness in your heart. You have not offended anyone. And through your best attempts to extend an olive branch of friendship, you are shunned, you are rejected, you are backstabbed. And then you are portrayed as the villain by the ones who paint themselves as Christians, who paint themselves as sweet and kind. They're not. They're not, and it angers me. It angers me because I'm a guarded woman. I am, by, by choice, by nature, by experience, by, I don't know, throw it all in the pot, I don't care. I guard myself, so when I do open up myself to um, having a friendship or building a friendship with women that I don't know, especially in my 40s, I'm being totally authentic with it. Like it's coming from my heart. It's coming from a sincere place. How dare anyone shit on that? You know, and um, I've often asked myself exactly how low is your frequency to do what you do? How low is your frequency? How threatened are you by someone who has no ill intent, no ill will, no evil in their heart against you, and you set out to destroy another woman? Yeah, you set out. I mean, you are just evil. And, and, and ladies, let me tell you something. I used to think moving to Charlotte, North Carolina from Dallas, Texas about 10 years ago. And initially, I thought that, well, I came to an area that seemed to be more family focused and more family oriented and more it's more of a booed up relationship coupled up city than the Dallas Fort Worth area where the yeah, Dallas is like that too but it seems to be more of a cozier environment that invites couples you see more couples here than I actually saw back home where in Dallas Fort Worth there is a a place for single women and in Dallas, Texas, there are a million Angelas. I'm a dime a dozen. You see so many attractive, professional women who are about their salt, who are professional, who are top earners, who are homeowners, who live in beautiful, beautiful places and spaces, who work on their bodies, who have not let themselves go, who are confident, who are driven, ambitious, love women, I mean, as far as friendships, <laughs> let me clean that up, who love women, who celebrate sisterhood, who like to get out and have a good time, who take care of their children. I am a dime a dozen in Dallas. I'm nothing special, okay? 
Like, I have a couple of girlfriends back home who I aspire to be like. Like, I mean, I'll just call her out by name. I have a homegirl named Candy. <laughs> Baby, I always tell her when I have the opportunity to speak with her because it's been a moment. I said, Baby, <laughs> when I grew up, I, I want to be just like you. She is what I call in my head the grand dame. I'm loving, I'm giving, you doing it, I don't mind. Showing love to the next woman, what's, what? <laughs> it's what we do. And I thought for a while when I moved here, well, you know what, maybe it's because I'm single. Maybe because they look at single women here different than they do back home. And you know, I'm still, I'm still kind of thinking that too. It's just the way that to me, in my opinion, this place is. But I've been married, this is my second marriage, right? And um, I've been married going on three years to my second husband. And let me tell you, it doesn't seem to be that different because this group of women, everybody in this circle has a man. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that things are good, but yeah, hey, you know, they can claim them. It doesn't matter the status, so it's me. I'm, I'm, I'm the issue. But I'm gonna chop that up. Give me a second. I'm gonna break it down. What I've come to realize over the years, if you are a woman experiencing this, is that. Number one, you really have to appreciate those girlfriends who have been there with you throughout time, no matter the distance. True friendships are something to be valued and celebrated. And, and at times when you experience um, chaos and confusion and drama and betrayal like I have on this level for this length of time, it really makes you want to hold those girlfriends so close and squeeze them and say, you know what? I just thank God for you. I thank God for you because if I didn't have women like you in my life, I would have given up on my sisterhood a long time ago. Because let me tell you, there are true snakes in the sisterhood who misrepresent themselves. They mean us no good. what I have come to realize is the point that I was getting at and you know what you can be offended but this is my experience you never get the hate from a woman that is on your level or a higher level yeah I said it and I stand by it I have yet to meet a woman whatever that level that means to you whether that is finances whether that is beauty, whether that is education, whether that is pedigree, whether that is etiquette, whatever that means to you. I've never met a woman on my level or a higher level than me that set out to be vicious. I've never made, met a hating ass woman on my level, never. 
know what? I do understand there's always a little bit of competition among women that just comes with the territory, but not when they set out to be vicious and hateful and try to destroy you. No, 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 no. I've never met another beautiful woman who was confident, truly godly, truly knew her word, a real queen who set out to do another queen harm. There were no apologies to be given because there are never no offenses. When I meet a woman on my level that stoops <laughs> that low, I'll come back to the mic and I'll talk about it. But let me tell you something, I am a, I'm closer to 50 than I am 40 and I have enough experience under my belt to say I have yet to meet that woman. Again, no matter what that level is, it could be, a, a, let me say it again, it could be finances, it could be your station in life, it could be looks, it could be the way that my body is made. I've never met her who was me or a few levels above me that was vicious and hateful and jealous, messy, meant you no good. No, 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 they're never on our level because we don't carry ourselves like that. Not real queens, we don't carry ourselves like that. We're not snakes. You see, the thing about a real woman, let me tell you something. There are a lot of adjectives you can use to describe me and Gayla, but being a snake, being two-faced and being fake is never one of them. And if you did attempt to use those adjectives, you would be a liar. The one thing about myself and women like me is I don't fake it. You know when I like you, there's no guessing. If you ever have to guess, if I like you or if I fuck with you, then lean towards not. <laughs> if you ever got to guess if I like you or if we're cool or if I really fuck with you like that, probably, chances are probably not. Because who I like, you know it. Who I deal with, I'm very clear. There's no guessing. I don't leave room for you to wonder. I'm not that caliber of a woman. That's not my pedigree. <laughs> None of the women in my family are like that. It's truly black and white. And I understand that snakes don't really operate by that code because they have this fake facade that they have to maintain. And when a woman like myself, and I know there are many more women like, like me out there, when we come along, you can't digest real women because you've operated in bullcrap forever. So when a real one comes along, you reject it. And you want to paint a picture that is so different from what it is. You want to poison the will of the women that you uh, uh, absolutely have influence over in your circle because minions run together. wanted to know what do you get what pleasure do you get out of tearing another woman down or attempting to tear her down did you get the man that you wanted 
Did your man stop cheating on you by tearing that woman down? Did you get that job that you wanted? Did blessings all of a sudden start raining down from heaven once you got through trashing my name and attempting to trash my reputation? Did your sex life get better, the non-existent one that you have? Did it? Did your orgasms intensify once you got through trashing my name? Snakes. And, you know, guys, you know, <laughs> it's no wonder that your harvest looks the way that it does. Yeah, I said it. It's no wonder that your harvest looks the way that it does because look at the seeds that you plant, honey. Look at the seeds that you plant. You got a raggedy harvest? Look at the seeds that you sow. From, I'm actually kind of speaking on a scripture of the Bible that you love to try to throw in people's faces. You try to weaponize against people. You use that Bible to the benefit of yourself as it fits your agenda. But the Bible that I read tells me God is not to be mocked for whatever a man sow. This he shall reap. You want to know why your mess, why your life, excuse me, is a mess, why your relationship is a mess, why your house is not a home is because you are the You're only reaping the harvest of the seed that you sow so bountifully. You tear down a woman who meant you no harm, who've done you no harm, you spread lies thicker than a peanut butter on Wonder Bread and you take no accountability for what you've done you offer no apologies you offer no reformed behavior no changed behavior you only celebrate the lies that you spread You know, one thing I know for sure is that happy women, truly holy women, a confident woman, a woman, a confident woman, never is out here trying to destroy another woman. <laughs> That's not what we do. We don't do that. Yes. We, we don't do that. You see, again, I got to repeat that so you can get it through your head. Authentically happy women, genuinely holy women, and a confident woman, woman who wears her crown. She's not out here hating on another woman. She moves in love. She walks by faith. She assumes best intent until proven otherwise. We are not the same. We are not the same. Because we have better things to do 
better uses of our time. And we have a commitment to truly honor God in all our ways that will ensure that the harvest that we reap, we can celebrate, we can give thanks to and for. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. You know, here, here go those pages that I told you about earlier. You know, and sometimes you'll hear these these snakes, they like to talk about God, you know, because they, they need to remind you of the resume they presented. They don't have that skill set. They don't have a godly woman's skill set. They don't have the skill set of a, of a true Christian. They don't move like a, like a true Christian. There's nothing about them in the way that they handle you and women like you that's godly. But they always like to talk about the goodness of God. Yes, honey, I have to agree with you. God is a good God. But have you ever stopped to think that maybe you're not experiencing his goodness versus so much of his grace? Huh? I said it and I meant it. Yeah, you're experiencing his grace. He's giving you grace right now, sis. Grace to cover you in all your sin. You're going to have to, you are going to have to answer for the damage that you have done and attempted to do in the lives of, the, of, of women like myself, specifically me, you are going to have to answer. Grace, grace is his goodness, I get it. But then when I look at women like that who operate like and slither around like a snake, I think to myself of something that the old folk used to say, used to say back in the backwoods of the Mississippi Delta, you know, the devil blesses his people too. So I wonder sometimes, what God do you serve? But that's none of my business. And when I sit back and I think about everything that has happened to me this year, as it relates to the snakes in the sisterhood, and many women like this, I talked to my girlfriend, Adria, um, just last week, I was telling her about this particular situation in detail. You wonder why <laughs> your relationship is a mess. You wonder why things are not going well for you. Well, guess what? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Maybe the snake, the snake-like movement that you are manifesting towards another woman is behavior that tends to carry over into other areas of your life and you don't realize it. You need to learn to correct that behavior. And since I'm speaking on a Sunday, I would advise you and encourage you to repent and turn away from this type of damaging, destructive, toxic, negative behavior towards a woman or women like myself whom you feel 
inferior to, who you feel intimidated by, you need to get a hold of that. That manifests itself in other areas of your life because you can't tell me that behavior like that, that is so backstabbing, so damaging, so negative and toxic that you only contain it and you keep it boxed up just towards other women in the sisterhood. No, 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 sweetheart. This is something that you're very comfortable with and you're very good at. You dare to be an expert when it comes to being a snake. So I only could reason that you've manifested this behavior in other areas of your life. And this is why you cannot have a successful relationship in the one that matters the most to you. Yeah, I said it. I said it, you reap what you sow. The grave that you dig for someone else, you might as well be digging too because the grave that you dig for me, you're gonna have to fall in your own grave. You know, I just wish that <laughs> at the end of the day, Stop representing yourselves as holy when you're actually hypocrites. You're not holy. Nothing about your behavior has been holy. Everybody wants to talk about how Trump has brought out hate and how people have really shown themselves this year. And I totally agree. I think 2020 has been the year that hate was intensified and we actually got to see who was really for us and who was not. They couldn't they couldn't contain themselves this year. It's more than about racism. People have really shown their asses this year. And I am so glad that on this journey and in this year as as painful as it has been to me to know in this season who you are. I am I'm blessed to know who are the true sisters and who are the snakes. You know, my husband always tells me that if you don't have any haters, you're probably not doing something right. And then he always likes to joke and he says that he's got to get him he's got to go out and get himself some new haters because the old ones are starting to like him. Yeah, he's funny like that. <laughs> but um, when you're hating on another woman who has done nothing to you, that is cause for you to sit your old behind down somewhere and figure out what is wrong with your life. What is wrong with your life? What is lacking in your life that you have the need to spew hate and lies and try to poison poison other women against women like myself. Oh, I could go on and on. I just, for the life of me, don't understand how a person in good conscience, how do you congregate with people that you dislike? How do you break bread with those people? How do you invite those people to your home? 
only when they leave your home you talk about them like a dog. And then when you get together the next time, you invite more people over so they can see the person that you've been trashing. I want you to see who she is. She thinks she's all that. Wow. Just low down, women. You just low, you low down and you're no good. And the sisterhood doesn't want you. The sisterhood doesn't need women like you. We have, and guys, no offense to my sisters of other races, no offense to my sisters in other cultures, in other countries, but let me let me pause the tape for a second. I just want to talk to my black my black queens, okay? As a black woman, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? How low will you allow the devil to use you as an instrument? a vile instrument of hate to tear down another black woman, the black woman who has been deemed to be the most unprotected woman on the planet. You of all people know what it is to be a black woman, to get up every day, to try to make it through this world, to have black babies that are uncertain of their future, especially young black boys. You know what it is to be discriminated against. You know what it is to be overlooked in every area of your life. You know what true pain is to be and be born of this and in this skin. And you, with your low vibrating frequency self, have the nerve and the energy is what I'm what I'm amazed at. Where do you get the energy from to tear down a woman? Another sister. And you walk around with your heads held high as if you are a moral high ground. Stop the lies, please. If you never stop lying about me and women like me, stop lying like you're a Christian. Stop lying like you're a woman of God. Stop lying that you're a good person because you are not. I am the living proof that there is evil within you. There is evil within you. You see, People, sometimes I, I heard, I've heard it said many times in my life that there are certain people who only like you when they feel like they're doing, they're doing better than you or they don't think that what you're doing is going to amount to anything. And just a little bit of back, I'm not going to go there. I'll leave that there. Yeah. My journey brought out and exposed the evildoers 
because God has allowed me to see what I did not ever want to see. And no, 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 this is not the first time that I've ever experienced um, people hating on me. We all have that. That's just a part of life. People are going to talk. People do talk. People talk behind your back. There are two-faced people. Listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. I know this. But when it's grounded and rooted in pure hate, jealousy, the jealousy your contempt in the way that you resent me that's on another level because that motivates you to, to try and destroy any and everything you can that you think you have access to me or about me you've been blocked not by anything that I can do, but God saw you, that same God that you dare speak about. He heard the conversations that myself and my people weren't privy to. You know what you've said and you know what you've done. I go back to what I talked about earlier. That harvest that you're reaping is due to the seeds you've sown. That goodness that you wanna keep talking about this part of his grace his grace is sufficient you haven't gotten it yet you haven't gotten it yet you know there's a meme that says happy women don't hate and a hating woman ain't happy boom Boom! So true. You're not happy. Misery loves company. You're not happy and you're miserable. And you want some company. Wham, wham, wham. Oh, well. I'm so sad. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I reject you. I reject all of the negative energy that you send my way. Sisters like me, we celebrate each other. We don't receive that. We receive positive vibes, positive people that are going places. Who can not only recite the scriptures, but we attempt to live by them. We hold ourselves accountable and we make an effort every day to be the best version of ourselves and to be the best representation of the kingdom that we can possibly be because we understand that we cannot do this alone, that this walk is not a journey that we can walk alone, that we need God in our lives every day because the flesh is weak. And if you don't hold God and the Bible and what it says close to your heart, we could become somebody like you. I don't wanna do that. I don't, I don't wanna be that type of woman. I don't want my reputation to be of such. And it's not about vanity. 
Can I make that clear? It's not about vanity. It's, it's not about that at all for those who might say that, oh, you know, this and that. I'm not shallow, I'm not vain. I'm a confident woman who has self-esteem. Now, while I may not brag about or boast about my looks, I, I'm okay. Everybody ain't pretty to everybody. And everybody's standard of beauty is different. So before a person can fix their mouth and say she thinks she's all of that, first I say, it's none of your damn business what my private thoughts are about myself. My self-esteem is my business. Try and go get you some. But I'm the type of woman that I know not to take credit for how I look. Like, that would be so dumb. Like, oh, you're pretty. Thank you. But to take it outside of that is really, really stupid because if you really think about it, I have nothing to do with the way that I look. Two people, my mother and my father, got together and had a child, which is me. I am the product of two people that had a baby. I can't take credit for the way that I look. I didn't have a say-so in it. I didn't have a hand in it. Nobody asked me, how would you like to look before I was born? So there, try that on for size. But I'm not gonna allow you to beat me down about it either. Because then again, it still works the same. I had no hand in it. I can only maintain what God gave me. Why don't you try to do the same? tearing down another woman because she takes care of herself differently than you do. Maybe if you stop, maybe if you just stop hating on that woman, maybe ask her some things about herself that maybe you could benefit from. A real woman like myself doesn't mind sharing. We don't mind sharing. I'm a giver. I'll give, I'll share. Whatever you need, sis. What do you need? Do you need for women like myself to show you what it is to be a confident woman so that the next woman behind me who you cross paths with, you won't cross? <laughs> and if you don't have the courage or the heart to ask a woman like myself, ask God, ask the God that you serve to give you what you need to pour into you what you need to not be so hateful, backstabbing, vindictive, divisive towards women that you feel threatened by. Why don't you learn to operate by the tenets of your own religion? Hmm. I've gotten to the point Please don't, you know, my thing is in my head, I don't say it out loud. Please don't. When you tell me about yourself, don't tell me you're a Christian woman. I, I, I don't want to hear that. Like that's automatically now a red flag for me because you shouldn't have to tell me what type of woman that you are. It should be evident by the way that you treat myself and others, not only while you are in their presence, but behind their back. The very fact 
that you can slander people, talk about people, lie on people, keep chaos, confusion, hell going for months, I'm probably years before I even met you, is evident that you are none of what you say you are. You're not. And it took a woman like me to say, hell no. (laughs) We are not the same, sis. I don't ever want to be you. I don't ever want to be around anyone like you. You can smile as hard until your dentures fall out. I don't give a damn. You are not a good representation of the sisterhood. And I said it and I stand by it. This is not the time, again, to be divisive. This is not the time to attempt to be a stumbling block on another woman's journey to success. I would have thought this would have been a time, even if, listen, if you can't be any of that, Stay the hell out of out of the way. Keep your mouth closed. But then you you want blessings in your journey, right? You see, the thing is, women like myself, you don't cross my mind. There's no reason for me to talk about you. I've had no reason to until things were exposed and came to the light. and came to the light. And I just want to say, in the midst of this show, God, I thank you. I thank you for being a good God. I thank you that even in the midst of you revealing what needed to come to light, that though it caused me pain, it was for my good. And because you are such a good God, and you know the parts of the story that I still don't know to this day, that you will prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. God, I thank you. I thank you that how they feel about me is not how you feel about me. I thank you, God, that Their opinions about me don't matter to you. I thank you that my blessings are not contingent upon what they say and how they feel about me. Because at the end of the day, I know, I know that you are my true heavenly father. God, you know the rest of the story. And I just pray that sisters like myself and others who are under the sound of my voice, who have ever been bitten by a snake, who have ever been at the receiving end of hurtful things, stumbling blocks, built and devised by Satan's little helpers, those demonic demons, the demonic behaviors, the attacks, I pray that you give people and sisters and women like myself the comfort they need, the encouragement that they need. I I pray that you continue to bless them and open their eyes and allow them to be surrounded by the people who mean them good with more love, more encouragement. 
and a joy that an unspeakable joy that can only come from you so with all of that I want to end this particular show I don't know if anyone can relate to this I just may be speaking on something that maybe I'm the only one in the world that has been through this I don't know but if it should so happen to be something that you can relate to I want to let you know you're not alone you're not alone in wanting to preserve the sisterhood, wanting to protect it, and demanding that those who represent such honor the sisterhood, honor the code. And if you don't want to abide by the rules of the true sisterhood, please excuse yourself from the table. We don't need snakes in the sisterhood. We don't we are here to empower each other, to uplift each other. But don't mistake what I'm saying. A woman like me will call you out in a heartbeat and stand by it. I said it and I stand by it. So here we are at the end of the show. I want to thank you for tuning in to Diva Speaks Relationships. And this particular show was about the relationships of the sisterhood. I am Angela Portorial. I am the Diva of Diva Speaks Relationships. If you have been blessed by this particular episode, you can relate if you've ever experienced what I'm talking about. Bless you. Smile, my queen. We're going to continue to fix each other's crown. I lift you up right now. I lift you up before the Most High. And I want and I pray that heaven smiles upon you and the good work that you do, your hustle, your drive, your ambition, your love, and your passion. For your fellow sisters, I love you. I've run out of time. But until the very next time, I want you to know, Diva.